The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Well, as promised, we're returning today to Psalm 119 and the section that begins with verse 105. Now, we've looked at these verses, just briefly skimmed the section and discovered this powerful connection between God's Word and our life, mine, thy. But I return now to give some very definite, specific application. How? How do we make God's Word our own? Well, if you take verses 105 to 112, God gives us eight things that all of us ought to be doing with the Word. Let's walk through it together. Verse 105, Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the first thing we must always do with God's Word, first of all, we must consider God's Word. I mean by that, that at every step in life and every stage on your journey, do not move forward without finding God's direction in His Word. You know, I honestly thought at this stage in my life, all the big decisions would be behind me. I thought, you know, uh, you get your your uh, education and you get married and you get your kids almost raised. And you know what I've discovered? At every juncture on this journey, there are decisions to make. There are these intersections and crossroads in life. I need the lamp. I need the light. Uh, Psalm 36, verse 9 says, for with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. Do you need light for your path today? Well, you need God's light then. And that's found through the word. So along the path, every day, every decision, consider God's word. What does the Bible say about this? Here's a second thing, verse 106. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. So, number one, you should consider God's Word. Number two, you must obey God's Word. It's hypocrisy to consider it and then not obey it. To say you want to know it and to learn something from it and then not apply it to your life. Do you hear this? the uh, seriousness with which the psalmist speaks? He said, I have sworn and I will perform it. That's pretty serious. He says, I will keep thy righteous judgments. This is a word of obedience. This is not about being a hearer of the Word. It's about being a doer of the Word. People say sometimes about certain portions of Scripture, oh, I know that already. The question is not whether you know it. The question is, what are you doing with it? The objective is obedience. Then we come to verse 107. Here's the third thing you should do with the Word of God. He said, I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Number three, you should pray the Word of God. Yes, you should consider it. You should obey it. But you should also pray it. Turn the Word of God around and talk to God about what God's talking to you about. The Bible is God's prayer book. And this one verse gives us a good, a good starting place, a good illustration of it. For example, notice there are declarations in this prayer. He said, I'm afflicted very much. Now just declare your need to God. Just talk to God about what's in your heart. Lay it out before the Lord. Confess it. There are petitions in this verse, he says, I'm afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord. So make your petition. Ask God for strength. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for help. You have not because ye ask not. 
And then notice the end of the prayer. I'm afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. There are obligations in this verse, in this prayer. What do I mean by that? He's laying hold of God's promises. Claim the promises found in the word. God obligates himself to keep his word, to fulfill his promises. So when you come to the Bible, don't just read it, pray it. Let the word lead you to talk to God about your need. Let the word lead you to, to pray and to ask for definite things based on what God reveals in his word. Let the word lead you to lay hold on the promises of God, but pray the Bible. Then here's a fourth one. Verse 108, except I beseech thee the freewill offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. Praise God's word. Yeah, aren't you glad we don't have to bring animal sacrifices? But there is an offering he still desires, and by the way, he still deserves it. What is it? It's the freewill offerings of our mouth. It's the offering of praise. Hebrews 13, verse 15 in the New Testament talks about bringing this sacrifice, this offering of praise. Uh, praising the Word of God means that you're praising the God who's revealed in the Word. Uh, it, it is not just pages that we're enamored with. No, it is the God of truth that we are coming to know. Let every day of your life be a praise day, a day of praise. We'll come to this verse later, but verse 164 of Psalm 119 says, Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. So consider God's Word obey God's word, pray God's word, praise God's word, and then remember God's word. Verse 109, my soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. Why would he put this in this list? Because how easy it is once you have studied it and begin to obey it and pray it and praise it to suddenly let things slip. We begin to, to lose some of it. You have to remember it. Memorize it, meditate on it, rehearse it. Remember what you're learning because that's what's going to help you to remember every other truth God wants you to remember. The Bible is God's memory book. Uh, people say, how do you remember certain things? I don't. I write it down. How do you remember certain spiritual truths? I will not unless I read what God has written down. So go back and rehearse and remember what God is teaching you. And then here's the sixth one in verse 110. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Trust God's word. That's one of the things I hope is growing out of the study, your confidence in the sufficiency of Scripture. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Trust that God's word is going to keep you, that God's way is going to be right. Exercise faith in the word of God and the God of the word, and enlarge that faith by feeding it every day. Yes, there are wicked. Yes, there are snares. But just believe this, God's precepts obeyed, applied to life, are going to be all you need. Then in verse 111, rejoice in God's word. He says, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. If your joy is in externals, you're going to be a pretty sad person many days. But if your joy is on the word of God that you've internalized, the word of God hidden in your heart, then you always have a reason to rejoice. We talk about people having a good heritage. I don't know what heritage your parents gave you, your grandparents. Maybe it was a godly one. Maybe it wasn't. But I love the wording here. He says, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. You can take this heritage. Make this your own. Uh, begin right now by just saying, you know, from this day forward, the word of God is going to be my heritage. And find your joy in the sufficiency of Scripture. As you read and study the Bible, God will give 
fresh provision of joy each day. And then one final one, verse 112, and what a good way to end. Commit to God's word. You say, well, I've already been in it. Then recommit to it. Listen to verse 112. I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. Now, do you see here these, these dimensions again, the depth? Uh, I've inclined mine heart. Uh, the length to perform. That's the obedience. Uh, the length all the way to the end. He said, I'm committed that the Word of God is going to be a part of my life, and I'm going to follow it until the day I meet the God of the Word face-to-face. I love that, don't you? He uses the word here, statutes. Remember our study of the individual words for the word? Statutes. Uh, That's a reference to all of God's truth. And how long do we need it? Under the end, for all time. May the Lord help you today to consider God's Word, to obey it, to pray it, to praise it, to remember it, to trust it, to rejoice in it, and then afresh and new to commit to it. It's all you need. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.